Yo, yo, we back off the porch podcast, podcast point guard Derek Lamont, baby. Oh, it feels so good to be back. Shout out to everyone who loved James. Everybody that James touched and affected. Shout out to shout out to all of y'all. But now getting into the world of sports. When I realized that I was going to jump this back off at this present time, I was looking at what had been missed, and I was looking at what was coming down the pipe. So, the first topic I want to talk about, and some of this will blend into the second topic that we're talking about, I just want to know, do y'all remember me saying that Deion Sanders was going to be successful at the University of Colorado. The title of that episode, if you go back to watch, my people, is The Elevation of Prime. <laughs> Deion Primetime Sanders is 3 and 0. <laughs> yeah. Deion Primetime Sanders. Except for the first game. Outside of they weren't supposed to win that game as far as what people were saying. The real trash talking hadn't started yet. But see, old Matt Rule. And see, I know a lot about Matt Rule, people. Former. And I love it when I say it. I'm going to say it again. Former. Carolina Panther head coach. Matt Rule, who is now the coach of the Nebraska Cornhuskers in the offseason, decided that he wanted to take a couple of shots at Dion. This is not a legit period. The main thing that was going on in that situation, he had to take the time, unprovoked, to make the statement that he had just came from talking to some players. And you won't gonna see the lights and the glitz and the glamour, cause ain't no cameras floating around when I wanna talk to my players a person that hint of jealousy that's all that was that was jealousy on every form fashion and facet and vocabulary was probably off on that so please forgive me Dion went out there his son Shadur who in my opinion, has a high, high possibility if he stays at the level that he is right now, this year, of possibly winning the Heisman. And they they beat TCU in a clutch great game, then turned around and got the Matt Rule and showed them what happens when you talk that junk and you're not adequately prepared to back it up. Then we get to the main event. We get to Colorado State. Coach Norville. African-American brother. That's probably neither here or there to some people. He decided that he wanted to get in and talk about when you talk to an adult, you take your hat off and you take your shades off. Now he done made a whole shade company rich because of Dion in these shades. 
Colorado hats are probably just flying off the shelves like they got wings. This game, to me, was a statement game. There was a lot of resilience in this game. A lot of back and forth in this game. But the part that I was ashamed and embarrassed of, the the need to be overly aggressive of the rules of football, getting outside of the spirit of competition and now taking it like we out on the street. Young student athletes getting hit late, getting hit out of bounds after they've been clearly out of bounds. Just a whole lot of just violent behavior that is not in the confines of already a violent sport. It was not a good representation of Colorado State. And this might be one of the few instances that I actually have something negative to say about Colorado at this point. But Coach Norville, Coach Sanders, in the pregame of that game and them guys at the 50-yard line and they talking that junk and they disrespecting each other and going on and so forth, it should have been nipped in the bud right then. I'm not saying it's something to feel bad about. I know it's football, big in-state rivalry, but we got to stay in the confines of football. We cannot allow dirty plays to continue. We don't want that. They've almost turned the game of football, especially in the NFL, to flag football and you wanting to go back. That's not going to work. Star player and Heisman hopeful Travis Hunter will now be out three and a half weeks to a month with a lacerated liver. Now, mind you, I'm not a medical professional. I am not in any form or fashion the science guy. I can't tell you all the how serious or non-serious it is, but I'm going to tell you this. You need your liver to live. And it was lacerated. That means it was cut. That means that's a problem. To me, that gives me under the mindset of a lacerated liver, untreated at the time, or for whatever reason, that young man could have lost his life. And why? Not in a football play. The man was out of bounds. He was clearly out. A shot was taken. I also understand that some people will say that that's football, but no, that's not football. See, with football, you still have a certain perimeter of rules that's really embodied for the safety of these players so that they can have a higher quality of living. You can't have that high quality of living if we're out here taking these shots. I understand that the guy across from you is your opponent. But when y'all take them shoulder pads off and y'all go back to your day-to-day lives that don't require football and doesn't include football, 
we shouldn't have no animosity. Now I feel like next year, Colorado State, Colorado, there could be some issues. There's still some bad blood laid on that tape. I do respect Coach, Coach Noble because he did explain that he was just trying to motivate his team against a hot, hot opponent who right now is the hot new thing. Did it come off great? No. But I understand the intent. I understood the purpose. There should have been a better way. But we're human. I'm not going to condemn that man whatsoever. Because at least he tried to provide clarity. And that was before the game even had started. He had he didn't wait till after the game like Matt Rule did to try to be nice. And that's why Shador Sanders, who was raised right, you can tell he let it be known. You're not going to disrespect his father. You're not going to sit there and disrespect that program. And then, after you get your head rocked, you want to be nice and polite. That's not how that works. So, Matt Rule, I, I, I wish you success. I don't wish nobody's downfall. I hope you figure out whatever you need to figure out that you and Nebraska can be successful and whatever standard that you and your program have for yourself at this present time. Coach Noble, I wish you nothing but the success in the world, my brother. I think that your team played to win. But the penalties costed you. Coach Sanders, same thing. Penalties costed you. And needless to say, and I'm only going to delve into this for a split second because I don't want this conversation to be dominated in a racial capacity. But let's be real. Two African-American coaches. One is nicknamed Primetime. He's in all the commercials. Aflac and the Gap and all that good stuff. Selling shades to company that made about $4.5 million dollars. And your guys out there playing outside the confines because of the distaste and dislike that they had for each other. And I understand. I understand football. I know football. But it got out of hand. You don't. It's not a black eye. It didn't go. It's it's not a black eye. But it might have left like a little slight bruise. Maybe a little cut. Maybe left a little bunny up there. It is hard enough in the landscape of the NFL to really get, to have like a whole lot of minority coaches. Some won't agree with me, but I will say that it is getting better as a whole. We still got a ways to go. We got coordinators and so forth. It's coming down the pipe. But when you get like these, these special opportunities like Dion coming, out of a HBCU coming out the swap them Jackson State Tigers where he was ridiculed talked bad upon downright disrespected and not even just by his opponents the 
the city of Mississippi with the inadequate water, state of Mississippi with the inadequate water, the city of Jackson with that dirty water. I don't, I don't know how, how you regulate that. Like I said, I'm not a scientist. I'm not into all of that. But there should have been provisions for those people in that city, and they weren't. And he took it upon himself to spend his money to get those kids into hotels and better accommodations with water because people, you've got to think about the people. And he's taking so much backlash, even after fighting his own administration at times. And he takes a job to where some would be like, it's not that great. But when you're coming out of an HBCU, you're coming out of the SWAC, and you get a job in a Power Five conference. Absolutely remarkable. Absolutely tremendous. And the first thing is all about how he's doing his business. There were so many people that would be lucky if they win two games. Hey, overall successful season was going to be four games. Newsflash. When you deal with such a blessed brother, a brother who understands his calling, a brother who understands his purpose, you then realize that your standard means nothing. Your predictions mean nothing. My predictions mean nothing. Because his steps are ordered. His steps are ordained. His steps are only led to success. It, it reminds me of that picture that a lot of families had. I don't know about the Caucasian community and the Spanish community, but in the African-American black households, you had that picture of the footprints with Jesus walking alongside of you. That's Deion Sanders. Point blank dry. That's Deion Sanders. I won't come out and say that they're condemning him because he's a black man, but I will say they're condemning him for the swagger that is embodied in that black man. It's not arrogance, it's confidence, and that's intimidating to quite a few people. I'm not into that red pill, blue pill, alpha, and beta, but if you're going to tell me to give you a definition of alpha, it's going to be Dion Primetime Sanders. But all the respect to Coach Nova, his team came prepared for war. Deion Sanders this week will take on his biggest test as a college football coach going against the Oregon Ducks. Pretty sure the Vegas Lions have Oregon favored to a high, high number. That's cool. The one thing I can guarantee, I'm not guaranteeing victory for Colorado and Deion. Because that's going to be a real test. But I will guarantee you that they're going to give everything they got. Shadour Sanders is going to get everything they got. Prayers to Travis Hunter. Prayers and more prayers <clears throat> and prayers to Travis Hunter. I wish you a speedy recovery. And please, young man, don't rush back. Make sure you healthy. Take care of you, son. 
people are not coaches are not really loving Dion because we have what you call the transfer portal the transfer portal where players who leave other schools and are continuing their football and not are going into the draft at that time or they might can't go into the draft because they don't meet the age requirements maybe there wasn't a fit at the school maybe there was a medical thing maybe there was a family thing and Deion Sanders is going getting the creme de la creme I said that right that country boy got a little vocabulary don't it but the creme de la creme of the players out the transfer pool wiped out all those guys that couldn't play at the level that he needed them to and put out a functioning football program I will be honest with you and said that I really thought that we were going to see real results and so forth like year two year three I felt like year one would be rocky but at the rate he's going right now year one could be highly successful the bar might be low because, like I said, Colorado was 1-11. I think it's other points. They were 2-3. and three. This ain't the 90s Colorado Buffalo. I wish them nothing but success. I wish Dion nothing but great success. And I wish y'all nothing but success. We're going to get on my next topic that correlates into, into this and the style of play and so forth. It's the Off the Porch Podcast with the Podcast Point Guard, Derek Lamont. We'll be right back. Off the Porch Podcast, Podcast Point Guard, Derek Lamont. We back. That track you just heard, A1 Roberta's son. Track called Hold On. Get that wherever you digest good music. One of my favorite tracks from my nephew. Check them out. All right, so we're back. And we was talking about Dion and some of the things that happened with Colorado and Colorado State and their game. All right, fine. So we're off of that. But the topic that I want to talk about, because it's going to apply to every level of football or affect every level of football where is the discipline where is the discipline now we told you about the shot that happened to Travis Hunter there were other shots like that in the Colorado Colorado State game that was on a college level let me take it down a level to the high school level last Friday night Southern Lee High School this is the state of North Carolina was playing Richmond County Richmond County, traditionally a Division I type produce athletes. They produce D1 athletes quite a bit. Or at least at one point they did. I'm not as familiar now with their program. But from what I understand, they've still pretty much been a rough school to, to deal with. They played Southern Lee, which is a, a high school in Sanford. It's the younger high school. Lee County Senior High has kind of been the founded high school. But They played Richmond County on last Friday night. And to my surprise, I was getting posts on Facebook where they was talking about how dirty and how violent and so forth that they played against the young men from Southern Lee. And I'll be honest with you, being a football guy and all that, and a lot of these were the mothers and no disrespect to the mothers. But I thought maybe there was just a little more physical, maybe not nothing dirty, 
And then, to my surprise, we get video. Kids getting punched in the middle of plays. Just all around dirty roughhouse behavior. As that videos came out, others have talked about the dirtiness of Richmond County players. I do hold players accountable, but in this situation right here, the coaching staff needs to be held accountable. The athletic directors, the admins, the teachers, and their parents need to be held accountable. It doesn't help when you see a game like the Colorado, Colorado State game, which if you take all the other extra mess out and you just move that out the way, was a daggum good rivalry football game. But it was still clouded with all of the outside mess. always some outside missing then these guys they're seeing that type of play and they're seeing d1 athletes playing on espn in prime time out here taking a shot oh what's one shot what's one shot somebody being paralyzed on the field somebody having a lacerated level on the field gruesome injuries That's what that one shot can do. Now, let's leave from the high school. Let's let's bypass the college. Now we go to the NFL. Kareem Jackson's safety for the Denver Broncos should be suspended. And I'm going to say it again. Kareem Jackson, you should be suspended. And the reason why my vitriol, my angst, and all my attention to this topic goes to you. One, you are a professional athlete. But then two, you are a habitual. Let me say it again. You are a habitual illegal hitting type of individual. We live with respect to, I'm not gonna call you names. I'm not gonna do that. Last week, you got fined for an illegal hit helmet to helmet, I believe. You didn't learn your lesson. Then you come out there on Logan Thomas and hit a pretty much what you'd say at that point, a non-protected player who just scored a touchdown. Even though it was kind of bang-bang, you hit the man in the head. That man's laying out under there. That could have been that man's career. That could have been his livelihood. What was his, what you gonna say to his family? I'm sorry. Well, let me guess, you're gonna pay a salary the rest of the way. But the reason why the target I got on you so badly, sir, is because you got college kids looking up to you, wanting to be that bang, bang safety. You got high schoolers seeing the college kids wants to be D1 and they seeing them cats lay that junk. They thinking that's what they supposed to do. I do remember back when I played football in high school, our coach said that nobody went to a NASCAR race for the for them to ride around in an oval or a circle. They come for the wrecks. They come for the impact. They come for the controversy. They come for the drop. And all that's true. But, but give them accidents in the confines of the game. 
You got to remember when that game is over, people have lives, people have wives, people have children, girlfriends, mothers, fathers, aunties, and uncles. We've seen a lot of bad injuries over the years. I don't want that for nobody. But at the end of the day, just like anything in life, just about not even sports related, you have to be an example in whatever you do. Because you don't know which player, young guy, who might be three times quicker than you, five times, six times stronger than you, a little meaner than you, a little more aggressive, got a bigger chip on the shoulder, and he come and clean somebody clocking in. Then he's got to live with that. Even though I'm a lover of sports, I'm a fanatic. Football is not the end-all, be-all. Say it again. Football is not the end-all, be-all, people. Just how we're supposed to be on these streets showing each other respect and compassion and things of that nature. When we go into these sports and we're teaching these kids these sports, we need to really, really focus on proper tackling, role play, angles, what body parts not to throw, how to protect yourself. Those are the things. And don't get me wrong, the NFL has started some nice programs. Some of them Pop Warner programs around the nation have done it, but it has to continue. It has to add on maybe even more better equipment to make sure that these kids are in the safest position that they possibly can be. Richmond County, Richmond County coaching staff, if any of y'all hear this, I would love, I mean, honestly, with no disrespect, no clowning or anything, I would love to have a conversation with either the head coach assistant coordinator offense coordinator at this point the water board because i just want to get a better idea because yes i did see some video i ain't seen a season's worth of video but in that game y'all were guilty of some, some some stuff so with that being said let's just play this sport in a manner that we sh- that we want that we should play this sport let's train these kids to play this sport in a manner that is acceptable. We'll be right back. It's the Off the Porch Podcast, Podcast Point Guard, Derek Lamont. So thoroughly excited that I'm back. Been through the storm, been through the rain. Ready to go on and do this thing. Shout out to James. The one thing that I'm going to leave with y'all, that I'm going to take from James, I'm going to make a point to every day that my smile, my greeting, however I approach you, if I see you, that I will leave an effect on your life of where you felt better after your interactions with me. That's what he did, and it wasn't even intentional. If nobody's told you that they love you today, (laughs) I love you. If nobody told you that you mattered today, you matter. 
If there's anything you've had an insecurity about, intimidated about, as far as elevating your life or what you want to do or what you think can better you, no day is greater than today to just jump off that porch, baby. Until next time, we love you. It's the Podcast Point Guard, Derek Lamont, and we out of here.